What is up guys, I'm Naisu, welcome to the Suitcast. A podcast that dives into the world of esports, gaming lifestyle, and everything in between. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Conquest Festival 2022. And if you guys can tell by my voice, this is right after Conquest 2022. Um, so I was there for two days over the weekend, and... Although it was very tiring and my voice is a little shot right now, hey, we're here. So let's get to today's episode. So for those of you guys that aren't in the Philippines or just not familiar with Conquest, um, Conquest Festival was a weekend-long experience of gaming technology, anime, and pop culture. So as a whole, thousands literally came together to celebrate their passions. This is directly from their website as well, by the way. Um, but that's pretty much what it was. It was a big convention. Um, there was also a lot of personalities there uh, within not just the Philippines, but globally. You know, there was also competitions, esports competitions, rivalries between uh, finals between college teams that kind of went through the this whole tournament course um, from different universities in the Philippines. And that was in games such as Valorant, Mobile Legends, COD M, um, Wild Rift, just a, a bunch of different titles, basically. And there was also famous creators like Kaide, um, VYs were, was there, there was Lily Pichu. So even people, you know, from other parts of the world flew in and were guests. There was Genshin voice actors there. Um, and a, and a lot of cosplay, a lot of like famous cosplayers too, if you follow that, um, that scene live music there was also a whole bunch of educational panels and booths as well um art whether that was you know just um actually just there were so many different forms of art there uh even um what do they call it like community art and some of the paintings were amazing so and altogether this entire festival just brought literally thousands of people. I'm not even sure of the the total number of people for the weekend, but I want to say, I know day one was like 17,000 people. Day two was probably even more than that. Um, probably closer to, let's say, 19 to 20,000 people. So they probably had over 30,000 people over the weekend for this event, which is a, a, a big thing because, again, this is the first one of this kind since the pandemic, right? Since we had all the lockdowns and everything else. So this was kind of a, a pinnacle moment, I guess, for an event this size, you know, to have this many people. And it's still, of course, you know, they had, uh, they, they were following the guidelines for, you know, our guidelines here in the Philippines for COVID and everything. Um, people were still pretty much in face masks for the, for the most part. Um, you know, they had the temperature check, temperature checks and all that stuff, um, coming in and you had to be, you had to show your vaccine cards. So, you know, they, they tried to make it as safe as possible with that many people. But I think even then that was still like a concern for a lot of people, right? Anytime you have a, a massive gathering, um, of people, you never know what can happen as safe as you are, right? But I think they did uh, the best they could for this type of event. So um, given that this was a pin pinnacle moment, uh, for, especially for the Philippines to have this type of uh, event again. And I think a lot of people in the future that have future events planned will be looking at 
conquest festival right to see what they can learn from that what uh what they can gather from that for the future events so just to go in real quick too you know what was my part in this you know what was my part in the conquest festival basically i was in i was invited as kind of two categories i was there for media so media um, i was there with ungeek if you guys are familiar with ungeek which uh, covers gaming anime and tech and I was also there as an influencer, you know, influencer, um, I guess like talent or I wasn't a talent as a caster, but influencer, um, person, person, public figure, whatever you want to call it. Right. So I was there as the, the streamer, Naisu, the streamer, the caster, Naisu as well. So, um, and I, I kind of, I didn't have necessarily any work to do while I was there. Uh, in terms of like casting or anything, because I know a lot of people that saw me, they asked me like, you know, are you going to be casting anything here? I didn't. And the reason why is because also I already have upcoming casts. I actually have quite a bit of casts coming up before the MPL even starts in August. So, um, and as you can tell already, my voice is kind of shot, right? So that was something to consider. So again, I just kind of went there, you know, to really enjoy the festival the best that I could. Um, I had some minor responsibilities here and there, but nothing like I had to follow a schedule or anything, right? So I was pretty freewheeled on what I wanted to do, what I wanted to experience. And, and again, that's kind of like what I wanted going here. So day number one started, um, that was on the Saturday. Now, the thing is also, if you guys are familiar with the Philippines, traffic is horrendous here. So I actually went and stayed at an Airbnb nearby um, because as expected, the place was pretty much a shit show, right? There was like very little parking. There was also a K-pop concert, I think, going on the day before um, and a couple other events going on. So I didn't want to deal with the travel time of, you know, an hour and a half to two hours one way, uh, dealing with the parking, and then also at the same time going home after the long day. Because one of the things that what I did have to do is I had to stay uh, for the majority of the event, if not the whole event, right? So, booked an Airbnb uh, within five to 10 minutes from the place, super close. Uh, a friend of mine, you guys probably know, some of you listening know OSX. OSX stayed with me. And, um, you know, we, we had a good... We, we had a good time, I would say. So day number one started off and I went pretty early, right? Because again, I, I started with media and I went there to help them because as expected, right? They were in traffic. They were a little bit late. I was there around 8 a.m., got everybody's passes so they didn't have any troubles. The thing is too, when I arrived at like, what time was this? When I already when I arrived at 7.30 or 8 in the morning, there was already a massive line outside, you know? So that was the downside. That's one of the downsides, right, of these big things here in the Philippines is that heat, that weather, that waiting time. I, I It's not something I would want to do, right? If I wasn't having that kind of like special pass to get in early um, to, you know, to skip the line, I don't think I would be the type to actually just wait in line uh, in the heat. It, it would be very hard for me to do that. Or if I did, I'd bring a change of shirt, right, or a change of clothes even. But um, anyway, so 8 a.m., got there. Got, got set up in the media room. This was cool too because, again, this is already the start of meeting people that I've known online for like the past year or two, right? First person I meet is uh, Carlos, who's with Ungeek. Um, he's also the one that writes scripts for Ungeek when I was doing the voiceovers for Ungeek. He also writes scripts for me on my own personal channel sometimes. And uh, so to get to meet him in person finally after working with someone for a year or two, you know, is pretty, 
it's pretty cool. It's one of the, it was the start of pretty much the trend for this whole event, right? So, um, things got started. I went, I went around and I looked at pretty much the entire event before they started letting people in. So I kind of had some early access to go and, and get a feel for the layout, the different booths and, um, kind of appreciate some of the stuff before it turned into, you know, the, the actual convention with a ton of people in there. Um, I also wore a jersey that has NICO on the back because I was like, you know, maybe some of these, maybe some of these people, because I knew a lot of people were going, like they messaged me and they're like, yo, ho, uh, yo, ho, yo, man, I hope I can get a picture with you or I hope I can see you at con- uh, Conquest. Um, you know, let me know if you're there, or, you know, a bunch of different messages like that. So, I was like, you know, let me help them out and I'll wear a jersey that says Naisu on the back of it. Because I'm like, maybe they won't recognize me. But then I realized, you know, I still kind of stick out like a sore thumb here. So, you know, I think even, and which I learned on day two because I didn't wear a jersey with Naisu on the back, right? So, um, but I did that for the first day. And uh, again, I met so many people, man. And I think this is really the biggest factor for me why i enjoyed conquest festival 2022 was just the fact that i got to meet so many people in person and even a handful of people that i you know i technically didn't know but they knew me either from mpl casting or um just the streaming that i've done right then they were they just knew me so a lot of people approached me asked me for a photo and i'm still not used to that you know i'm still not used to being asked for photos in that sense, because in my mind, and it's weird, in my mind still, I, wa- I walk around just feeling like a normal dude, you know, a normal um, person at a convention, like trying to enjoy the convention, you know, to the fullest. And it's funny because I, I felt like this back in MSC too, you know, when, when we were doing MSC, especially after the grand finals, um, you know, having a line of people just line up to take pictures of you is, uh, is very humbling. I feel like, um, I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's always those moments when you realize, or it's after those moments when you realize when you go and lay down at night that you're like, damn, you know, that's cool. Um, so that, I mean, day one was pretty much that, right? It was just taking in everything, um, from all the booths, like, uh, just the Rumble Royale booth was a, probably the first one most people saw because it's right there when you enter, uh, seeing a lot of the, rumble royale talents the streamers that you've probably been watching on facebook you know for the past year or two especially during the pandemic um you know to see them in person finally um and then the other booths around there like the predator booth where people got to try and i i I even forgot what it's called but the the crazy predator setup where you like sit down it's like a pc it's like a you know it's this whole like big thing that was pretty cool. There was, of course, like the ROG booth, MSI booth, um, Logitech, which had some cool gadgets in it, of course, uh, some of their microphones and their streaming gear. Um, the laptops, again, that were on display, Unipin's booth, where got to talk to some of the, the head people from Unipin for some future possibilities. I mean, that's the thing, too, guys, is like my part of my job there, like my personal job was to just meet as many people as I could within the industry. Um, also to network and make connections there to who knows what they lead to in the future. Right. Um, so that was part of the, my personal agenda. Right. And I got to meet a lot of cool people, a lot of great people, um, and just discuss a lot of things with them. And of course there was the main stage and 
that's where a lot of the gaming finals took place um, and got to watch them that. So that was amazing. Some of the casting that was going on too, especially now that I'm getting a lot more interested in Valorant esports. Um, very fun to watch. They had the show matches as well um, with some of the guests there. And then, you know, upstairs too, there was a whole, a whole floor, pretty much the upstairs that was mostly the cosplay. Um, there was a lot of the art there. Got to see a lot of the, I like the, the little figurines and sticker stuff too for anime. So got to walk around there. It was pretty hot upstairs though, man. I will say that like it was pretty hot upstairs. Um, and I think it's just because massive amounts of people and also in their costumes, you know, and it was crazy. Like if you see my vlog coming out here, at some point for conquest you'll see what i mean when when the vlog is out um kind of how packed it was and the community stage again was where they had uh pretty cool discussions going on with like for example vwise was there they had their talk and that was really cool you know that was really cool to see they also had um other guests up on the community stage i mean if i just kind of showed you guys like the whole layout basically of all the guests there was just a ton of stuff i mean and anytime that the community stage had someone talking there that the crowd was massive right for people listening i mean they even had like uh tabletop area for all the DD and tabletop game fans that was very unique and not something that i expected to see there they also had like a retro arcade area although it was a little bit small it was kind of cool to see those retro games um being played and now the the event itself was i think mainly it was they had a ton of sponsors but i think one of the big sponsors if not the biggest one was um the company metacrafters and they have a very interesting concept and it was something that i got really interested into as a former edu educator myself they are a platform that is going to be educating up and coming basically talent, right? Or I should say up and coming students about web three development. You know, it, if you guys are familiar with skill, Skillshare, it kind of reminds me of Skillshare, right? But for web three and for um, crypto and um, everything involved in the blockchain technology and stuff like that, you know, because those will be, if not already, some demanding skills and jobs that are required in today's day and age, especially with, web, with a lot of web three development stuff happening. And you guys know all the metaverse stuff, right? Without getting too technical. But the people that were there for the presentation, they're actually from Stanford, Stanford University. And it was a, a very good and interesting presentation that they had. And I think there's a lot of cool things that will happen with them in the future. Um, just like the company, I think it's XLD, um, working on the finance kind of sector of making it easier and to understand like crypto in the sense of finances. So there was a, the, the, I mean, the convention as a whole, I mean, just covering day one and day two, the convention as a whole was was. There was so much you would get from it. Like if you were just into cosplay, there was a ton of co cosplay. If you're into anime, there was a ton of anime stuff there. Um, if you're into gaming, you know, tons of gaming uh, things to experience. And it really, it just really depended on what you took out of that experience, right? If you were just there to meet and greet some of these famous people that uh, some of these famous people from not even just in the Philippines, but, you know, like Kaide and Michael Reeves, uh, Lily Pichu, you know, and you just wanted to meet them that was there you know and there was obviously people there that were just there for the meet and greet and they got to meet like their idols right so that was cool and 
The other thing is, if you're really interested in some deep conversations, like some some topics that really needed to be talked about, um, they had a section for that as well, which was pretty much, for example, I, I made a post about this. It was the esports contracts or um, esports opportunities. Or, you know, they, they had a bunch of different stuff, basically panel hosts to talk about these topics that were very interesting. And the, the turnout for them was all pretty good. I mean, they filled up the area, right? So for the aspiring pro players out there, aspiring uh, esports talents, um, they had very good information there. I, I was hoping it would be recorded and more people could watch it, right? But overall, Conquest as a whole overall was just what you got out of it, what you took from that event and i feel like you would appreciate it now they had you know everything wasn't all perfect they had some organizational or logistic struggles that they had to deal with right because just the massive amount of people and uh i i think day two they handle it much better than day one um but overall it was a great experience for me and again, a big part of that was just because I got to meet people for the first time in person. Um, and that was part of my experience, right? And it changed, it, I mean, again, it, it gives you hope for what's in the future. I feel like, like the events that could be coming in the future, this is a nice kind of glimpse at what's to come if hopefully we can continue down this road, right? And uh, get there. But, you know, we all know the world is crazy and things are happening. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we can continue down uh, this path. But, you know, of course, being safe and everything like that. So overall, I had a great time. I just kind of wanted to give a brief overview of what this past weekend was i really honestly i just have to rest up a little bit here because in a couple days by the time you guys hear this podcast um when it comes out on tuesday i will be preparing for top clans i will be one of the casters for top clans so i am going to be resting up for that and that is five days straight. So if you guys want to watch some casting out there, um, that will, of course, I'll be sharing it to my social media and everything else when we start that. So top clans after that, we have another tournament coming up, which I can't announce just yet. And then, of course, we have MPL. So looking forward to it, jumping back into the, uh, you know, esports ML scene here. And uh, we've kind of had a little bit of a break. Now it's time to get back to work. So that's it for today's episode this week's episode actually thank you guys for joining me on this one a little overview and also look out for the vlog because the vlog will be coming out at some point as well once we get some time to uh take care of that so yeah hopefully in the next big event maybe you guys listening to this we'll get to see you there all right but for now that's it again please do give the podcast a rating or a review it does help me out and we'll see you in the next week's podcast episode all right that's it for now. GG WP.